Money Morgan. We are into it now. We are in the school year. Fall break is upon us. Uh, so with fall comes basketball and football. So I want to welcome my guest, Dawson Carper. <laughs> How's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, what's up, Dawson? I said your last name right, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like it's like something I shouldn't mess up. I don't, it's pretty easy. It's not that yeah. complicated, but I wouldn't yeah. mess it up. So Dawson actually plays basketball at Missouri State. Uh, so can you just kind of talk about your position and how you got to Springfield? All right, yeah. So my position is like a forward or center, I guess. Um, four or five, you know, the numbers, I guess, by that. But um, the how I got to Springfield is pretty interesting. Uh, so I went to high school in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And then I first went to University of Hawaii for two years and then I ended up transferring here in 2020, yeah, 2020, uh, during COVID basically. So I came out here, um, it's actually my third year here, but I my first year I didn't play, I, you know, I was transferred, I was ineligible and I got hurt too. Um, but yeah, I like the coaches a lot. Um, I actually like it better here than in Hawaii, which sounded sort of weird, I yeah, guess. Yeah, we were but, talking about that beforehand and I, yeah. I'm sitting here like, you know, were you so sad to leave? But you were there during COVID, I guess, uh, right or no? So like, it was weird. So we had our like conference tournament, it was in LA. Um, so we flew out there and it was like March 10th through 13th or something like that. And like the day of our game in, in LA, they canceled all the basketball for like, you know, the whole country. Um, so then we had spring break right after that. So like just going spring break. So I went back to Colorado and then, you know, all the quarantine stuff started happening. Schools were closed. So I never actually went back to Hawaii for like a year and a half. So did you just like stuff chilling there? Yeah, my, my actual like old roommates sent my stuff back um, to Colorado for me. But yeah, I never went back. It was weird. Like I didn't know I was not gonna go back either. Like it just happened. I, yeah. All my friends, you know, I never even like seen them again. Most of them. So. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, that's a little sad part. Even my teammates too. Like I had some international teammates, and like I was like, I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks, you know. And then I still never seen them again. Shoot. Weird, so then, but. so all that COVID stuff, you're back in Colorado, and then how'd you find MSU? Like, how did that happen? Uh, so like the recruiting thing, like you put your name in the, it's, it's called a portal, I guess, um, where all these college coaches can see your name and stuff that you're no longer at the uh, university you were before. Um, like compliance has to release you and stuff like that. But then they can see all the, you know, the names that pop up of who's released, and like there's like they, they film on almost every player um, they can watch and stuff. So they start like texting me and stuff to from different colleges and like stuff like that. Um, I just like connected all the coach forward, um, the head coach here, and I knew one of the other players on the team at the time from Colorado that played here. Um, so I talked to him, and it was weird because normally take like visits and stuff to the school before you go there, you know? Right. For sure. But because it was COVID, like it was, that was all like not allowed and stuff, so I had to just do it all off like Zoom visits and stuff like that. So it was, <laughs> it was weird. like walking around with a FaceTime all around yeah, campus. Like, right, here's the, gym. the campus. Like here's, here's the gym. <laughs> this is the basketball. Like. <laughs> yeah, they're like, here's the locker room, and I was like, I should like look at my phone and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, it's like poor connection. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like it wasn't. The, yeah, so it was a lot different like recruiting process than I had when I was a, like in high school, I guess, because I actually visit, took a visit to Hawaii. Um, oh wow, but, that's cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no visits with COVID and stuff, so it was weird. But I, you know, I just trusted um, the people I talked to and stuff like that. Came here and I uh, liked it a lot so far and everything. I, I mean, I still like it a lot better as a like, college, uh, I guess, college town and stuff than being in uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, which is more of just like a tourist city. Uh, there was like a million people in the city. It was like smaller than Springfield. With a million, oh, million really? People. Yeah. Wow, that's It was tiny. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it was a big difference. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I like my decision though, so. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you're watching the podcast, you can see that Dawson is like 6'10". Yeah, um, and my yeah. apartment is literally so small. 
um, so I mean, this is a weird question, but like, do you like being tall? Like, does anyone ever ask you that? Uh, is the air better up there? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get a lot of questions every day. Um, I think when I was, I've always been pretty tall my whole life since I was younger and stuff too. Um, when I was younger, like there was times like in, I guess middle school, high school, I didn't like, like I didn't like it as much, you know. There was, you know, I didn't like all the questions. I was pretty like I was more not antisocial, but I was more shy. I guess I wasn't yeah. as outgoing. Um, till I got to college, I started being more, you know, able to talk to people, you know, deal with the questions and stuff better, you know, like being used yeah. to it. So like once I got to college, I started liking it a lot better than I was. Probably since I was 16, I started liking it a lot better. When I was like 14, yeah. 15, you know, I felt like you know, it was awkward or whatever. Or like, I don't like standing out or like having all the attention on me. Yeah. But uh, now I'm used to it. And um, it's called just helped a lot with my social skills. And, you know, I don't, I like, I like being tall now. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Springfield, this is just me, but I feel like the average height is like, Five eight for men here. I don't know how you feel. I don't know. You should have seen Hawaii. I mean, Hawaii's like, really <laughs> Hawaii's like shorter than that. Yeah. I mean. Oh yikes! <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> but I think it's like sixty eight percent. You know, Asian or like Iowan Pacificer. Yeah. Uh, over there, so it's like there's only like yeah, the average you know height's a lot smaller um, for men and women there. So I stood out a little more there, but. Um, so yep. you kind of, I guess it kind of fits more better now. Yeah, it's a little better now here. I don't yeah. stand out as much. I'm not like, you know, because like, yeah, a lot of times I was, um, I mean, my, in university school, like, I think they have like one of the most diverse, like, student, student bodies in the country. In Hawaii? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I stood out a lot more for that too, um, which is weird, you know, like being a, like a minority or like the minority type and like, you know, a USA state. Yeah. Um, which is a lot different than pretty much every other state in the country. I mean, yeah. So that was a cool experience too. Um, they don't really feel like it was the U.S. a lot of times, you know, like with their lifestyle and culture and just how the, I guess you know, like the the daily lives were and stuff. Uh, didn't really feel like you know any other state I've ever been to. I've been to a lot of states, so it was a cool experience for that. And I'm happy I went there. Um, learned a lot of things, but uh, yeah, I like it better here. So yeah, so let's kind of transition a little bit into basketball yeah so you know obviously you play on the d1 level mm -hmm. that you know playing in front of so many people can be intimidating so what are some of the challenges you just face playing you know as a full-time athlete in college um i you know social media has sort of made it like i guess harder i guess in a way um because you know there's a lot of like there's like haters out there whenever something bad happens to the team or something how you do yourself like I received hate comments on Instagram like DMs before I'm like people are going out their way to DM me about some game on you know there's like there. random people or like people used to have like no, in just math ran, class just random or people something. random people are just like you know just be watching the game on you know we put on ESPN national television and stuff and they'll just be watching it and you know if we lose or they're like oh we bet on you and you lost I'm like <laughs> they'll be all mad and stuff at me I mean but like I actually ignore that stuff now are you um, allowed to be like savage about it. Like if I get any uh, hate comment, I'm I'm an Aries. I don't like care. I'm like, block. Like I do not care. But I don't know, you know, if you're allowed to do that as a part of a team and stuff like that. Uh, they tell us we're not to respond to you know a lot of the stuff. They don't want us to like you know, like take a screenshot of it, you know, and start posting that. Like you know, we're talking trash to fans. Right. Yeah. They can twist it in a way, but um, yeah, you like you look at our like Twitter, you know, replies to the post game score, and it's like a bad game. You know, people be just hating in there, like this guy does this and that, you know, or this team does this and that. Um, but yeah, I mean, so the people are very critical, you know, but we got a lot of support from the fans. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't really mind it. You know, I'm used to it now. I guess when I, my first time when I was a freshman coming out of high school with all the fans and playing in like away games and stuff, uh, where it's like you know sold out crowds, it was a little like you know I was a little nervous and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, I remember I played at Illinois my sophomore year 
and they're, they like they're really good then they're like top 15 in the country and they had like their student section fully you know decked out and they had like a scouting report on all of us like our backgrounds and all that and they were saying some like crazy things to some of our players like they sat right behind our bench like they're like right here and we're like you know if you come out the game or whatever uh, they just be you know saying whatever like maybe on your social media and stuff like oh gosh bring up people's girlfriends and stuff like their their sisters like so you have to ignore that like I, that wasn't really like that in high school as much um, you know, see like, my high school was savage they were yeah. calling out like the yeah. teachers that would get arrested at other schools like I yeah. was like yikes <laughs> I remember I remember yeah high school there was, it was more like I like the high school rivalries but yeah the college stuff like they're just on another level you know like yeah they start getting some of the student bodies some alcohol and stuff in the games and like they, they, they turn it up so wow. um, yeah but it's a cool experience but yeah I was for sure had to get you know just block it out it sort mm-hmm. of helps helps my daily life too you know just you know block out negative things helps with that um so how do you mentally prepare for a game whether or not you know you're gonna get hate comments like just being i mean at this point are you just used to being in front of all those people yeah i mean um how i prefer for prepare for a game uh i guess you know i just take the same way every time like no matter who we play or where we're playing at um like once the game starts you sort of just like zone out all the crowd and stuff like that like you know, when doing warm stuff like that, you see all the crowd, or you know, you see all the how many fans are here and that. But once the game starts and like you're playing, like, you don't really notice all the out, or I mean, background noise and people saying stuff as much. Sort of just trying it out. So I got pretty good at that, I guess, and just um, focus on what I can control. Really, um, I can't really control what the outside people do that aren't on the court. So I, I, there's no really reason to worry about that while I'm yeah. playing. So. So what about when you guys lose a game? I mean, how is there something that you kind of like okay, mentally, this is how I prepare for it, or this is, or especially, you know, with all that crowd, you just like yeah. turn the phone off, you know, are there any things you do after, especially if it's like a game where you're neck and neck the whole time and then at the very end you guys lose, lose or something, yeah. you know, or or it's a really bad game, I don't know, I mean. You said, uh, what was the question again, what would I do like, yeah. afterwards? Yeah, if, if it's a game that was kind of a tough loss or something. Yeah. Um, pretty much after every game, like we have our you know post game talk with our coach and stuff like you know talks us. I mean how we played and this and that, or we won or lost. If it's a loss, you know sort of talk about the things we could have worked on. I mean if it's a bad loss, you might get yelled at. But uh, after that, really, I sort of you know just uh, we, you know, we just run the locker room. We always get our phones in. Remember the first thing I do is like I text you know my my family and stuff like that, or they text me about the game or my friends. So I respond to them first, and then maybe like later on I look at social media, but. Um, yeah, so I sort of like try to stay away from it. I guess at the right afterwards. I mean, you can't really control what people say on there. So, right. Yeah. I but mean, like I was, for you as an athlete, you know, is there anything you do to not not take that too personal or hard on yourself? Um, I don't know. Things per- I mean, I mean, at first, I mean, I, mean, I took it personal more at first when I was younger. Um, but I don't know. I see you know much you know athletes at the professional level too. Like I see some of their. How they how they handle the situations because they they get a lot more hate than we do on it obviously, uh, playing like national games all the time. Um, but um, I see how they respond on Twitter and stuff or Instagram, and uh, you know I sort of put myself in their shoes like they're getting way more hate and you know they're still doing their same thing. So um, personally, afterwards I really don't I never respond I don't think I've ever responded to a hate comment on Twitter or Instagram. I sort of just let it go. You know, so I might just laugh it off like like they, yeah. they care that much that. Uh, they, they go out their way, you know, to like say something bad. So yeah, but yeah, I don't really, you know, have let, like let it dwell on me or something like that. So. That's good. So time management wise, how does that look? Being a full time athlete and you know, school, friends, relationships, like alone time. How does how does that look for you? 
so right now it's better because I'm so I actually graduated my bachelor's in what was it May? Okay, um, okay, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, but that. <laughs> Wait, what did you get your degree in? Uh, I got in political science and economics, and right now I'm in sports management for my master's. So what's um, before we get? What's the dream job? Uh. Probably not related to political science. Uh, I don't. I don't really know a dream job. I guess probably just play basketball as long as I can. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like I like politics. I guess it's really interesting. It's like, you know, it's really like uh, like right now. You know, time stuff. You know, you can follow, especially with all the drama and politics these days. But uh, I don't think I ever would be like a politician. It's just I don't want. I don't want all that much hate. Yeah. Uh, right. like no matter what you do, people hate you as a politician. Like For half sure. The country hates 100%. you. So I try to stay away from that. I guess. But um. Yeah, dream job probably just playing basketball as long as I can, and then uh, I don't know, see where I go from there. Um, yeah, yeah, but time time wise, like last semester was bad because um, I was trying to graduate in this in the spring, uh, which I did, but I had seven classes um, and four in person, and it was it was a lot because we were traveling. Like I missed so much class the first like January, February, half of March. And I had four in-person classes, three online. And they're all those in-person ones. Is a lot of attendance part of the grade? Yeah, it was. I mean, because they were like the they're my higher level classes. Yeah. I had to take like 600, 600, 500 level classes, so they're pretty strict on all that stuff. So my schedule, um, I had class in the morning and afternoon every day, Monday through Friday, last semester, and I had two night classes once a week. Um, they were like three hours, and it was. Oh, gross. Yeah. So my schedule sucked last last semester, but I you know I had to get the. I was trying to get my bachelor's yeah. on time. Um, so, but I'm, yeah, that sucked then. But now it's a little easier because I have three online. Is it are you your master's right now? Yeah. Nice. So I just have yeah. three online. Um, no, I mean, that, that's just sort of easier than uh, my, I guess, my bachelor's were. But easier than your just, master's, right? Yeah. 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 Probably it's all online, and really. And um, really, there's a lot of discussion posts, a lot of just quizzes and the tests, but nothing too crazy. But right now, we're in, it's called 20 hours a week. Um, so that's how much hours the coach Dorado like schedule stuff for us a week. Um, so we have Monday through Monday through Saturday really uh, practice every day. Right now we practice from so today <laughs> today we have practice from like ten twenty five to two. Okay, but. Ten twenty-five. Like, why not ten thirty? I don't know. I don't that know. bothers me. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? I don't know why it's ten twenty-five. Honestly, um, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, from th- from then, normally it's on the, a better time than that, but it was it was weird. I don't know. From then, from then uh, to two p.m. Then we had a lift after ten thirty to two p.m. Yeah. Then we had a li- we had a lift after that today. I could never. <laughs> yeah. So like right now my class are online, so it's nice. But like a lot of the younger guys, like, they have class in the morning before practice, and then some have it afterwards too in the afternoon. So. We practice like right in the middle, I guess, of all the class times. Um, but yeah, for 10.30, like two-ish, I guess. And then we have weights after three days a week right now. So it's like... So is your body plus. just like literally like noodles after you have practiced for so long and then you have to go lift? Yeah. <laughs> like right now, we're, like right now we're in like the peak of like the highest practice time of the year. Yeah. Because it's right before season. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now it's pretty pretty intense and stuff. And I mean, I'm used to it more than some of the other guys because I'm, you know, I'm like a more... I'm older than they are. I guess I've been, I've been through it, but uh, some of the, yeah, some of the guys are struggling with you know with their how tired they are and stuff. But uh, yeah, so we finish like around two thirty-three. Um, they bring us lunch. So right now it's pretty nice. They give us breakfast, lunch, dinner um, every day. We have stuff on, so six days a week. Um, so I don't really, I don't have any any groceries in my house right now. Like nothing. Really? Yeah, nothing. I try not to buy anything. I mean, I try to eat the food that's you know that's. Do you that's like free. to cook though? Like if you had groceries, are you not really or? Uh, no. I could cook some basic stuff, I guess. Okay. Um, He's like ramen, chicken ramen. 
Okay. No, yeah, not, not, yeah, not more than that, more than that. But yeah, but six days a week, uh, we get um, probably about three hour practice every day right now. Three days a week lift. Um, and then, like, once season starts, it gets a little better. Like, practice gets shorter because of games and stuff like that. But yeah. so it's a lot better than it's like an hour and 45 minute practice, hour 30. So when you get done with your full practice, you know, are you just exhausted? Like you want to take a nap, but then you have homework. Yeah. Like how how does that work? Uh, so right now my schedule is nice because I got three online classes, so I don't have to go to class like some of the guys do. Some of them just go right to class after. Oh my gosh! Like they'll, they'll go to class in the morning, practice, and then go to class after. Like I I used to do that basically the last couple of years. And then but, how do you um, do homework after? So my homework's not bad right now, uh, but yeah, last semester was pretty hard. Uh, I mean, like political science mostly just essays and writing and stuff like that. So I mean, I had a bunch of essays I had to do, but um, when I was a like freshman sophomore, I used to have a bunch of like busy homework, you know, because I was in a lot of business and accounting classes too. Um, and that that sucked. Like I'd come home from practice every day, have to do my business homework and stuff. You know, it was due every night. Um, but we also have okay, I forgot we have study hall. Um, you do. Yeah, it really just depends on your like your I guess academic how, yeah, status. Yeah, how, how well you are yeah. with the grades. Like some guys have it every day, five days a week. They have study hall and they go for an hour a day there. Um, I don't, I don't have it at all right now, honestly. I used to have like once a day, or not once a day, once a week. Some guys like most guys work probably three days a week. They have study hall. Um, it's really nice for you know when you need to get your you get, like if you're worked on out like you know mid midday just to get it all out of the yeah, way. Yeah, just crank it out. Yeah, and it's probably a, really good too for some of the guys who don't have. They that don't, motivation yeah. or structure to actually yeah. get it. I sucked at, you know, having the motivation to do my homework and stuff yeah. like that. And so that's nice to yeah. kind of have that scheduled time. Because we have this um, academic advisor, um, and he's really really helpful. Uh, every week he sends us all of our all of our assignments. Every day, due date they're due for the whole week to every single player. Wow. Yeah, so it's like a little per- <laughs> like a personal assistant. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you have this dude tonight, this dude that night. And all right, all right, thanks. You get with that late night text, you're like, who is it? It's like, you have another homework tomorrow, Dawson. Yeah, last, like, night, last night he texted me, he's like, remember, don't forget that quiz tonight. I'm like, so yeah, so he's like, he's, that helps that a lot. That is kind of funny. Yeah. Not for real, like last night I was watching the football game, and he texted me, and he's like, he's like, don't forget your homework, your quiz dude tonight. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. I are, you, so. are you a Broncos fan? Yeah, I am, yeah. Are you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. You know, I respect it more than the Chiefs, so I mean, there's that, but... Yeah. yeah, but but they they help us though like pretty much with our academics quite a bit. Um, so that that part's not actually not too bad because um, it's you pretty much know what you have to do when you have to do it all the time. But um, you just really got to manage your time time as well. Uh, yeah. Outside of practice and stuff. I mean, because like every day I take a nap right now. Uh, right. So do you I, drink coffee or not really any kind of caffeine? Or? Uh, in the mornings I actually do. So I used to take energy drinks, but I don't think they're healthy. They're, they're like, not good for your yeah, heart. So <laughs> now I take like a. These, I got these little Starbucks like cans, expre- like oh, little espresso yeah. shots. So I was drinking one of those in the morning. Um, helps me get some energy, I guess. So the food they give you guys, like, is it like a specific diet, or is it just like carbs stuff to kind of uh, bulk you up? So like High V does our catering. It's oh, like, it's okay, catering you guys are bougie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get um, so there's food in the morning every day from eight to ten's breakfast, and then lunch always after practice, and then dinner is fifteen every night. And like some guys have to go to breakfast. Like the guys, they want to get, like, gain weight because it's probably like I don't know. There's other season out there trying to like you know make you know get some weight on them, some more muscle. So every day they have to go to breakfast like at 8 a.m. every day, um, regardless. Other guys, they can, you know, it's optional for breakfast. Yeah. I mean, another another food's man- like mandatory besides dinner um, that we actually have to eat, but it's always there. We always just eat it because it's you know it's, it's pretty good on my V. Right. They, just, like, they switch it up. Hits, yeah. The, bre- yeah. the breakfast is good. Um, it's like some eggs, some biscuits, gravy, like. Sausage, bacon, um, 
some like waffles. They it's pretty good. They had breakfast, yeah. And then the lunch is always. I mean, it just changes. Some sometimes sandwiches or you know uh, burgers, chicken sandwiches. I just changed around. The dinner's pretty nice. Like, actually, I didn't realize the dinner was that good. Like so we had, tonight was like fettuccine alfredo and stuff. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and but, like they have like a really good like Chinese food at at Hy-Vee, I they guess. They do. They really yeah. do. Yeah. Like, they're bringing out the, all the we, like we get like the crab rangoons and stuff like yeah. egg rolls like. So that stuff's pretty nice. So the food's really good. Um, they he also are uh, we have our strength coach. He makes also like additional like protein shakes for the guys that need to like you know add more calories. They like they all have, like three shakes a day extra that they have wow. to eat. Yeah. So it's not like a strict like actual like this food this food. It's more just like trying to maintain weight or trying to gain weight. There's, he gives you more protein and stuff or more calories. But um, yeah, three times a day we get the food, so that's really helpful too. Um, sometimes you know you're just too busy to go make your right. own food 100 percent. especially when you're you know you have practiced yeah. that long in class and all that so you and i t- talked about it a little bit before we started the podcast um so friends wise like ha- have you made a lot of friends in classes or outside basketball or is it pretty much like that's your circle um it was it was tougher here than it was when i was in hawaii i guess because when i was a, i was a freshman there i was in the dorms you know met like, almost everyone in my four when i was a freshman and then um when I came here, COVID happened. So 2020, that school year really was sort of different. Um, most classes were online for the first semester at least. So I really met people in my classes then. And then I guess I, when I came here, I transferred to, I transferred into, so I don't really know much of the sports teams I do when I was at Hawaii because when I was a freshman there, all the freshmen had pretty much had the same classes for all the sports. Uh, we all had City Hall together all the time. So I knew a lot more sports teams there. Uh, so I guess, I guess I had more friends there maybe mm-hmm. um, outside of sports as well. Um, but here, I guess, I, I mean, I don't mind it, I guess. I mean, I know a lot of yeah. people still. Um, I met a lot of people, but I don't, really have them, I, don't, I don't really have that many friends outside basketball like that I hang out with a lot. Are you pretty tight, though, like with the guys on a friend level, too, just, you know, besides being teammates? Yeah, uh, we hang out all the time. I mean, we're pretty much with each other from, like, 9, 8 a.m. to, like, 6, 15. Right. A little, a little breaks here and there, but yeah, yeah, we, we still hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we still hang out quite a bit outside of basketball too. Um, there's not really like many small groups, I guess, of guys hang out, but there's for sure is some guys you know just are on their own more um, than others. But yeah, we have not too many friends outside of basketball, I guess that you know uh, we hang out with a lot. Some football guys here and there, some other sports, but yeah, yeah, it's it's tough because they're busy too. We're busy, you know, different schedules, so it's hard to plan things. But we see them when you know, see them around, you know. So. Yeah. Is there any advice you would give to someone who maybe they are like a freshman about to play, you know, D1 sports or something that when it comes to time management, you know, something like, oh, this is this work for me or, yeah. you know, what, what would your advice be? Um, I guess really just doing like for my like schoolwork. I don't think I've ever had like a late assignment in like three years. Like I really still have my work on time. Okay, does I mean, yeah, I was I was in the honor roll for, for academics from Plug it up. Yeah. Let him know. So like, yeah, I'm I'm one of the like I guess not I probably one of the better like academic students on the team, um, but it's really just because I do my work on time more than more so than I, like studying a lot. Like, I'm not the biggest studier, um, but if you just really do your work on time, I I notice a lot a lot of the busy work, especially discussion posts, like some homework assignments, that helps a lot of your grade or just participation in class. Um, can sort of carry over some of your like bad test scores you might have. I'm not like, the best test taker. I've got a lot better at writing though. But um, yeah, really just doing yourself on time and being where you're supposed to be on time too. Like going to class helps. Um, 
it's a lot easier to learn in class for like the classes that are always on online classes just because you're there you know you don't zone out on zoom or whatever right right so stuff like that just the little things that make can help you grade a lot really just don't turn your assignments in i mean a lot of the like small ones they add up you know the discussion posts yeah smaller assignments here and there so really just i feel like those outweigh for most of the class some of the classes the higher level higher up ones are more just like test 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 yeah but for the most part it's really just like the little the little work sort of is more important or can help you you know just stay on top of your grades mm-hmm. um just doing it on time and just sort of have like that that list plan out what you have each week um that's what i want a lot of study groups i guess last semester because my class got a lot harder i actually went to the library for the first time last semester Oh wow! Uh, I started going a lot though. Man. Like I had to go a lot for like the study groups and stuff. I actually yeah. studied a lot. So finding people you know in the class, I guess, to help study um, that are you know are smarter than you. Um, right, that's yeah. what I always did. Yeah, they're smarter than me, so they'd always help me a lot. But yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's harder on your own. So you make some friends in the classes and stuff like that. Because actually, I made quite a friend, quite a bit of friends like last semester in my classes. So that's good. Yeah, but it, it helps for sure, um, especially when like the class is really hard. So. But yeah, time management, and you really just gotta, I don't know, really just, I, I get a lot of sleep just too. Just be on top yeah. of your stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. My schedule's almost pretty much the same every single day. Like, it doesn't really change too much. Um, but yeah, getting rest too, I know it helps a lot, um, especially with recovery and stuff like that. Like, I sleep quite a bit, I feel like. I probably go to bed like at 12, 30, maybe one. Maybe one. I guess sort of later if you say it now. And then like when do you wake up? Uh, like 8 45, 9. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like go to bed at 11 and wake up at 7 and if I go to bed at literally 11.02 I have to take a nap on my lunch break it's so embarrassing I still so. take a nap like every day from like 3 to 5 like okay okay okay, okay. <laughs> it's still like quite a bit of sleep though it's yeah. like 10 hours a day maybe so what is your favorite thing about basketball like is there a certain element that you just love you know or like favorite part of basketball I guess yeah um, obviously winning is pretty fun uh, I mean but the sport yeah. more so yeah I like some, like, you know, especially like winning some of the big games, you know, uh, with the big, you know, home crowd or student body there. That's pretty fun. I mean, that's probably the favorite part, you know. Uh, like COVID was a little weird because there wasn't any fans in the games. So, like, some of the games had no fans, and which wasn't as fun. Oh, that must have been so awful. Yeah, um, but favorite part of basketball, is just I guess um, the competitive part of basketball. You know, um, pretty much I just play basketball every day. Is like sort of like, it's sort of like more like a job at this point, I guess. Like. So we have to do. I mean, we don't have. I mean, we have to do it, I guess. But right. But yeah, it's um, it's pretty time consuming. But favorite like individual part, I guess. I just like dunking. Dunking's really fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That really, that really made it a lot more fun, especially from like once I started dunking when I was younger. It made the game a lot more fun. Like just that was a lot cooler. Yeah. I mean, it is a cool thing to be able yeah, to do. <laughs> but it was. It made it a lot more fun too. I mean, or probably like other guys like love shooting threes and stuff like that. Hitting threes, um, but things like that in the game of basketball. But yeah, the competitive side. Um, I played basketball my whole life, you know. I always played like recess and stuff like that. So just being able to play at the higher levels and you know to get our school paid for too it makes it like I guess pretty cool experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the competitive part. Played with my friends too. Some of my best friends are all these on the teams. Um, yeah. Playing for like the university you go to as well is pretty cool to represent that. So stuff like that. So who's your favorite player of all time? Uh, LeBron James. Yeah, and then yeah. what's your favorite team? Um, well, any any level or just I could probably just probably the nug, different Nuggets. Okay. Colorado. Um, NBA is hard because people change around so much. Yeah. Like, every year, dudes will move teams, so it's can't not, even like buy a jersey. Like, yeah, <laughs> like they, they move so changes. much. Like <laughs> NFL is a little better because they're more consistent with their like contracts, I guess. But NBA right. moves around so much. Um, 
NFL teams, Broncos, I guess. So. So do you like watching pro more or college? Uh, for, ba- for basketball, um, yeah. I don't really watch. Too, well, I guess basketball yeah. and football. I guess. Yeah. I don't really watch too much basketball outside. Like. That's interesting. I mean, I'm around it so much. I'm playing all the time, but like, I don't even watch any NBA games in the regular season. At least, I watch the playoff games. Um, but it's just a lot of a lot of basketball. Then, like, yeah, it's like your whole life. You need a break. Yeah, we already have to watch a bunch of film and stuff too. Um, especially once we get closer to games, like every game we watch film like hours each week before. So playing basketball and having to watch film and playing games like it's just you, you don't know. want to watch it. Okay, so yeah. football. Favorite. I like watching football though. Yeah, Football's, college or football? I mean, college or pro. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like both. Um, my favorite college teams are Oklahoma and uh, I'm Colorado Springs. I'm next to the Air Force. Why is Oklahoma Memphis your County. favorite team? Uh, both my parents got their masters there. Okay. And uh, so and they lived there for like ten years. So have you been to an OU game or no? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. I'm in an OU versus Air Force game too. So nice. Because I used to love Air Force. We used to go to all the games. We've had season tickets since I was like three. So that's cool. Just like some childhood memories there. Um, the Broncos, NFL wise. Um, so I watched like those. Games. I actually watch a lot of more football games, especially in the basketball games. Um, so yeah, but I, I like the NFL games probably more. Um, I feel like they're more competitive. Just uh, I like them more too. I don't really, you know, I feel like college games are fun to go to. Yeah, they're fun but, to go to for like the rivals and stuff. But most of the college games, the top teams just blow out like most of the teams they're playing. NFL, yeah. In like, any, like, any, like NFL game, like you know, like people can like there's upsets all the time. I guess you know, like, mm-hmm. it's always like you know, favored to who's going to win as much. So I think there's better regular season matchups in NFL. Um, so that's fun to watch, too. Um, but, yeah, I like to watch football more than basketball, I guess. Because we watch so much film. Like, we'll watch other people's basketball games, you know, yeah. like, all the time just to like, see how they're playing and stuff, you know. Right. So, I mean, I watch quite a bit of basketball, but outside, I don't really watch. I don't watch any other, like, college teams when, like, yeah. the season. I don't really watch. It was just a huge game. Mm-hmm. Um, that NBA, makes sense. Yeah, NBA, yeah, I watch NBA playoffs, I guess. And then I watch all the Nuggets playoffs and learn it. I'll, I'll watch LeBron's big games, but uh, do you yeah. play ping pong? I'm just kidding. ping pong. That's my sport. Yeah, kidding. I play ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Yeah, yeah, I play ping pong. <laughs> Coming out okay. right there, I was like ping pong. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry, no, it wasn't like we didn't. I didn't done. Yeah. I yeah, I was like, but I play football. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, ping pong. I play ping pong too. I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch ping pong really, but. <laughs> Can't relate. I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was like ping pong. <laughs> yeah. So, have you ever had an injury from basketball at all? Yeah, I've actually had quite a bit of injuries. Uh, oh, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you can see it. Like, there's a huge cut like from right here, all the way to right here. Uh, when I was like, let's see, 15, I broke my uh, tibia in like four places. I just like landed weird and like it, it oh, shattered, shattered the top of my tibia. So I got like three big screws in there. They put it back together. I couldn't walk for like six months. Yeah, it's pretty big. Like I missed my whole entire like sophomore year of high school basketball. Um, I was like in a wheelchair too. I think it like bit my legs. So I couldn't walk. Yeah, so it was, that was Did you like, like pick that injury. wheelchair out though, like stickers, bedazzle. I'm just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do all that, but like actually that time was pretty hard for me. Like mentally, I guess on the mental yeah. side. Um, yeah, I was a sophomore in high school. I just transferred out of new high school actually. Then and then I broke my leg. So I didn't like know that many people there either. And at the same time, like. I didn't even go to class for like, like three months. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I had this little like study room I go to, and then I just do some homework there. But like, I couldn't bend my leg at all. So like, I know it was, it was like it was like a big risk if I went, you know, crutched around and got yeah. hurt again because like, could have messed up my leg bad. So I sort of just sat and did some like online work. So I was like super bored all day. I just sat yeah. by myself. Yeah. So that was hard. Then also being out for basketball for so long, um, and then trying to come back. Like I thought it'd be easy to come back, you know. Mm-hmm. 
but I had to like learn how to walk again. Like I have a clip of my video on my phone of me like, trying to like walk for the first time again. And like, it looked so bad. Like it was it felt yeah. so hard just to walk again. So So when you were in that stage of life Yeah. And you know, you couldn't even walk, did you think to yourself like Will I ever be able to play basketball again? Like, what if I can't? You know, were those thoughts ever in, like coming to your mind? Oh no, yeah, for sure. Because uh, like the surgery, like I had to go to like a trauma, like a trauma center in Denver, um, and they had to fly. This doctor flew in from like Utah. He was like the trauma like head surgeon of like the West Coast. Because <laughs> like it was like a big okay, surgery. Like, no, like, <laughs> he's like Grey's Anatomy aired it season yeah. four episode one. Like, <laughs> yeah, I watched Grey's Anatomy actually. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was like a big surgery. Like they were like, they're like you know the risk. Like there's a big risk here. Like my my main doctor. I'm oh, sorry, my main like uh, orthopedic surgeon. He's like, yeah, I can't do the surgery. Like I don't know. So how. what was the risk? Like you would. Like, like never just, be able to walk again. Uh, or? Not, not walking, just like having like the like the function, you know, the functionality of my like knee, I guess, in the same way that it was supposed to be. Or, but yeah, like so, my my knee right here, like it broke off right here, and my patellar tendon, like the tendon right here, you know, that's how you like bend your like like leg, you know, um, and it like broke off, and it was like all the way up here, and I was like laying on the ground, like it didn't really hurt that bad uh, for how much that was like I messed up, but like, I tried to like move my leg. And I couldn't like move it at all because like this, you know, like you like move your quad and like that pulls this right here to like move your leg up and just did, nothing happened. I was like, what the like? Yeah. But um, yeah. So there was like a big. It's wasn't. It's a very uncommon injury, I guess. Um. So there's always that risk, you know. Like I kind of be back to that full, you know, like basketball playing condition. Um. The healing process took forever. Like just the first time I was on bend my leg again, it was so painful. Just like bend it like this much. Like it was bad. So. So was there anyone in your life at that time that was like? Dawson, like you're gonna be okay. Like it's gonna, it's gonna turn around. Like, how did you find that motivation to? I mean, because that is tough to have to relearn yeah. how to walk. Like, if I literally like am sick for four days, I think that the world is ending. You know. Yeah. So, how did you even like any mentors or anyone who was kind of speaking that hope and confidence into you? Um, pretty much, my, I guess my mom and my dad really. Um, that's where who I was with the most. I mean, my brother was pretty. He was little then, so I don't really talk to him that much about that. He was like third grade so he was just really messing around here they have nothing to deep to say to me but it was for my parents i guess um but it was hard because like i couldn't really like do anything with my friends either like that time period i was 15 none of us had cars and i really couldn't go anywhere like it, you know just i couldn't really crutch around too well so for like three months well i, I didn't really like, hang out with anybody for like, three months i just go to like school hang out with myself at school and then go home and it was it was sort of depressing at times um just being that way but um yeah, it took a while for me to get back on my feet, like, probably till, like, August, all the way from, like, so it happened in September, probably not till, like, August, um, I was, of the next year, I was back to, like, you know, this similar playing level, I guess, or running and jumping level, it took a while, um, longer than I thought it would, but. Was your coach in high school kind of, like, nervous to play you a little bit? Like, did they, did you get as much playing time? When you um, first kind of hop back in, so I got cleared like towards. The, I actually got cleared earlier, like the, the spring, you know, to like play again. But like, I think I came back to try to come back too soon or whatever. Like I just wasn't like my strength wasn't there. My, I don't know. I tried to rush it and then I had to step back for another couple months. You know, realize I wasn't ready yet. But it was hard because you know you wanted to play basketball so bad and stuff like that. Like you don't realize how much you miss it, so you can't really play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I learned a lot for that time period. You know, just patience and stuff like that. So I thought it was a good experience too. I mean, you don't want to really get hurt ever, but I've also I think I've probably had like like seven surgeries maybe. I don't know, I've had a lot. Sheesh, the next one's free. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> but I've been pretty healthy since. I mean, not really, I guess. But uh, from when I was 15 till 2020, 
so from 15 when I, when I was 20 years old, I guess. Um, I was healthy, you know, I didn't have any problems like in sports or playing, so that was good. And then when I got here in October, uh, two years ago now almost, I broke my ankle. Um, my left ankle, I guess, so I didn't get surgery on that. I missed the whole season for that too. Dang. So that sucked. Right as I got here, you know, I was excited, you know, new school and stuff like that. Broke my ankle and missed the whole school, missed the whole season. Um, so that sucked too. But I wonder what then, you know, it was a little easier to get through that, I guess, because my first injury when I was younger. Um, Prepared you a little yeah, bit for yeah. that. I was like, one of my teammates got hurt too. And I think he had a worse experience, you know, trying to like get through it as well. Um, he's never been hurt before in his life, really, he said. He missed the whole season too. You know, he was struggling a little more mentally, I guess, than I, I was at the time because I was used to it. So, so when you had gotten your foot injured, yeah. you still had the mentality where you were like, okay, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to bounce back yeah. and I'm going to play. Like, is that what was going through your head at the time? Yeah, because I, I knew it was like a, it wasn't as bad as my knee injury was. I was like, oh, you know, I just had, I gotta get I gotta get a screw. I had to get like a some cartilage Man, so cut you got out. all kinds of metal up in there. Yeah, so I had to get screws, <laughs> cartilage cut out. So I, I, I mean, I knew, I knew what the process was going to be like. Um, I was used to surgery before, so I wasn't like scared about that. And then I just knew how long it would take to get back. Um, so yeah, it probably took like six months, you know, to get, get back. So, but my mindset was way better. Um, I wasn't as like negative. Hadn't like didn't have any like, negative thoughts, I guess, about it. So yeah, I thought that helped a lot, and that'll probably help later in life too with these like right setbacks I've had. I've had multiple setbacks, um, and that has always been like smooth sailing, especially when I was younger. Basketball has? Yeah, I mean, it hasn't, so. Oh, it hasn't? No, it hasn't, yeah. Much injuries here and there, you know. It's been, you know, uh, got cut from teams when I was younger, when I was, like, in middle school. I think, like, sixth grade, I got cut from a team. Or, I mean, I didn't make the team. It was, like, a top-level team. I tried out four and didn't make it. And I was, like, I guess I was, like, 11 or 12. So, it wasn't, like, super serious. But, you know, I was surprised, you know. I mean, it sort of hit me. But um, just taking... The, Experiences like that and basketball and injuries, I feel like that helps a lot later in life um, through business or my, you know, future job. Um, I try to have a family, you know. So I feel like there's a lot of like you can like learn through sports. Just 100. percent Yeah, you know, which is daily, daily things outside of sports. So it's so wild to me how you know pain in all different kinds of ways, like emotional, physical, all these things. Like you learn so much from that, and then that you're so right how it can affect everything. And and then also like good things can come out of painful situations. And a lot of times people can relate and then at least in your situation too, like that guy who was going through it, you know, you were someone who did go through something like that and could be like, Hey look, this is what helped me, you're not alone, you got this, you know? Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, but it was it was for sure hard, especially when I was like when I was fifteen, you know, that's a hard time in like, you know, um high school I guess. It was a new school, um, Weird, everyone's sort of, you know, like in their weird years, I guess, there and try to bring themselves out, make friends, and stuff like that. So it was hard not being able to, you know, hang out with my friends or meet anybody. And then, um, like, I was like ranked pretty high in the state card coming up my freshman year. And then I transferred to schools and then I had the injury. I sort of just like fell off the map because, like, I didn't play the whole year, um, missed everything. So I had to, you know, work, work my way back up and stuff. Um, yeah, so it was, it was a big setback, really. Um, but, but you bounce, yeah, did you like yeah. bounce back and yeah. then you know scouts were still looking at you and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, it took a while. It took um probably I probably wasn't like starting to like do like go, like well well again until the following year like midway through the season. But um yeah, eventually it came back. But um yeah, it was a big setback and it's like a lot to go through when you're like younger, I guess. But I feel like that helped a lot. My injury two years ago, and then I feel like it's gonna help you know my experience later in life too with like with being like a business or a job or a relationship. Um, you know, it's just things aren't always easy. 
So people might think like, oh, I see all these you know basketball players out there, just you know, just like oh, they, they've always been good their whole life, or you know, it's, they have all, all this stuff and this and that. But like a lot of my teammates too, like they've you know they've had to work very hard. They have a lot of injuries too that people don't ever see really, you know. So yeah. Um, Especially in that waiting period, too. I feel yeah. like that's just got to be the hardest when you want to go out there so badly and yeah. just fall out, and then you have to like not, I, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I don't realize how much, like, I'd, I'd like, give up. Because everyone hates, like, running in practice, you know? But when you're hurt and you're sitting there, like, you see the people, like, people running, you're like, oh, I wish I could just run sprints. I'd rather run sprints right now than be hurt. Like, yeah. I don't care. I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die from these sprints. Like, I'd rather just run sprints <laughs> than be sitting here hurt. So, yeah. like, things like that, you, like, you take them for granted, and, you know, when you're healthy. Um, but I've learned, not, you know, not taking things for granted as much, especially when I'm healthy or, you know, have something good happens. You know, there's you never know what's gonna happen next. Um, both injuries just came out of nowhere. Um, two major ones, unexpected. You know, and, like it was just like random. Uh, so you never know what things are gonna happen bad in life. So I think it sort of helped a lot. Um, like good learning experience, I guess, for me. Yeah. So. That's good. So how do the Bears look this season? Um, yeah, I think we should be pretty good. I mean, we have a bunch of new guys. We went, like lost a lot of players last year, um, graduated, some transfers, stuff like that. So, have a bunch of new transfers. Um, they're pretty athletic, tall, long. Um, but yeah, I think we're a pretty good team. Uh, a lot of depth and uh, working pretty hard the whole summer. Like we were here all June and July, uh, practicing five days a week, six days a week. So, yeah, we've been practicing since. June sixth and uh, it's October almost sixth, so we've been going wow. pretty long. Yeah, so, so you guys are ready. You're like ready to rock. Yeah, we're getting you know we're getting ready to play. We want to play someone else beside each other. So um, got about another like twenty six, twenty five days. So our first like actual scrimmage, I guess. And we have it's exciting. Like, yeah, so it's coming pretty soon. Yeah. Who do you guys play? Uh, our first scrimmage. I think we have a scrimmage October twenty sixth. Maybe I forget who it's first. Then we have an exhibition game um, after that. Then we got the first real game. So I think, I think that's like November 4th, maybe. Nice. It's almost a month. Show up. Something around Come there. Come on, yeah. Springfield, show up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot, there's a lot behind the scenes. You don't see all that stuff in June, July, August. Yeah. Um, you really just see, you know, the actual games and stuff like that. So there's a lot that goes into it. Um, yeah, pretty much the whole summer, we're just, we're just all here. So. Yeah. So um, this is an, kind of a weird, interesting question, but like, I guess as a like as a fan, as a friend, like if you're someone who is friends or knows, you know, a basketball player who's D1 or whatever, how can they better support you? You know what I'm saying? What is something that would be helpful or? Um, I guess just like, you mean, you probably don't even know what they're going through, I guess, um, outside or in, in sports really, especially in practice. Like probably the practice is like, you know, they're, they're very intense, very hard competitive and stuff or even you know, there's always some things that you're, I mean, having a good practice make you be in a good mood for the rest of the day, having a bad practice for going to, you know, put you in a bad mood for the rest of the day. And people might always know, you know, how that, how that was or what happened in practice or what happened in the game. Um, so, you, you know, people might be upset. Someone might be upset. They don't really know why they're upset or it might be, it's hard to really tell, but um, I don't really know things that. Yeah. I guess just, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's, I mean, it's that's great good, to have someone to talk to though, outside of sports or I mean, outside of like your team, I talk to someone else about like the game or practice or whatever. Like, I like doing that because, you know, you can, you, can, you can say more things, I guess, whatever you want to say, really. Just someone to talk to. Yeah. And probably, honestly, to, yeah. you know, be cautious of what you're just commenting on social media because, yeah. I mean, these aren't just players, like, they're people. And a lot of the, some of the guys probably do take a lot of that stuff to heart, even though you're not supposed to, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, some of my other teammates have taken it more to heart than I. I guess I have uh, like some, some of the comments I've seen before. Um, and I see some things about like, the NBA players were saying too, like they're like, we don't go out, you know, our way and like send hate comments about your about your job, your daily job you do every day. Yeah. Like we're not just trashing on Twitter for your your job you do every day. Like it's so personal too. Like it's not even about like the sport half the time. They just like come at the person, yeah, they you know, their, their looks, their family, this and that. Like that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how much social media has changed. Like I guess probably that in a worse way than it was back in the yeah. 90s and stuff was for the early sure. 2000s but yeah um, so I have to ask because obviously I'm an invasive person you know and this is my podcast yeah. so relationship status where are you at is that I mean are there even a lot of dudes on the team who can even maintain a, like good relationships while being so busy and having school and stuff uh yeah I mean right now I'm, I'm, I'm single but um I think He's like, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, no, I am. Yeah. But I think there's like five, maybe five or six guys seem to have girlfriends uh, out of 17 of us. So, I mean, it's not like a horrible like ratio, I guess. But, right. Um, some are, some guys, are, there's like three guys that are local. I think two of them have girlfriends. Um, most people that have girlfriends are like, they're more like long distance relationships, I guess. I think almost all of them are, actually. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, so what do you think of like the demographic of women in Springfield compared to, you know, Colorado or uh, Hawaii? Uh, I guess more similar to Colorado, um, but Hawaii is yeah, it's so much different than Hawaii. Like Hawaii in general is just it's, it feels so much different than the other state I've been to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. I'm not really too I'm not too focused, I guess, on it as much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess most of the relationships from the, the guys on my team are in are outside of Springfield, I guess, or where they, where they came from, either like uh, high school wise, where they came from, from like high school, or they came from from the other previous college. Or their hometown but yeah it's really i don't know people are pretty, it's, it's busy it's hard to find someone new i guess um but yeah, some guys have girlfriends that's not like it's impossible yeah um, yeah for sure yeah so i always like to ask that question because it's just um depending on the guest it's always yeah. like an interesting answer so yeah. what are some things you like to do besides basketball like what are some hobbies or passions you have um playing video games i guess we all we all play video games pretty much everyone on the team plays video so games so what do you play like what do you uh, I play, I guess, like more shooting games, like or racing games. Um, most of the guys play like NBA 2K. I'm That's not, what I was gonna say. But if you no, if you don't like watching basketball yeah. after yeah. Like, practice, love it. you probably don't want to play a video game about basketball. Like, I bet they're playing right now. For like, they all play together. Like, I guess most of the guys play that or Madden. But right, I'm just not. I'm not good at it. So I don't like playing games. I'm not good at. It, and I don't feel like trying to like yeah. play them. Yeah, like they're like, some of them are pretty good. Like they play all the time. Because I mean, pretty much every day after like. 2.30, 3 p.m., uh, we just have dinner each night, and then after that, decide whatever you want to do after, like, 6.15. So, yeah. we have a decent amount of free time, honestly. Um, it's just, like, I guess once season starts, you know, it sort of goes away more, especially mm-hmm. traveling. But, um, yeah, our, once we get our classes and practice out the way in the mornings or afternoons, which the rest of the day is pretty much all yours. And I, mean, I actually sort of have, some, like, quite a bit of free time sometimes. I actually get bored, but, like... Sometimes I just sleep or do whatever, play video yeah. games. But yeah, it's not like we're like eight to eight p.m. just straight busy. Right. Yeah, so right. it's not too bad of a schedule. I like it better than my. Sometimes when I was a freshman at Hawaii or sophomore, we would have we'd have our classes set in the morning times, and then we practice from three to six p.m. every night. Um, yeah. So that was a little worse schedule because we get done at like at six six thirty, be tired, have to do homework, and go to bed. But yeah. like right now, it's like we're done by like two two to three. Um, have the rest of the day off besides yeah. dinner time. So. so if you had like a like on a Saturday, what yeah. are you doing? Like what's what how does Dawson chill? Like what 
Like for uh, me, I like to yeah. like hammock or penny board, ping pong, you know. And that, pong, yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch me out there, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So Saturdays we still like we practice in the morning early on Saturdays right now, uh, but the rest of the day we're done, and then Sundays pretty much are always off. But um, yeah, I don't know. What, by that point, at the end of the week, I'm just like dead tired. You just want to chill. Especially now, yeah, but. Like some of the guys on the team, we, like we play golf together. Uh, play golf. We used to play paintball together, but yeah, now we're just like our bodies are just dead. Right. Um, That's cool. Those are so yeah. like kind of like physical stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, sometimes we go to the movies or something like that, or everyone just hangs out. Um, sometimes we go to the pool, Bear Village, maybe. Um, we go to football games, I guess, too. Oh, that's cool. Kind of yeah. like support other yeah, the, we the, the teams. Yeah, the MSU games. We went to, actually went to the MSU Arkansas game too. A couple weekends ago, that's pretty fun. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and Sunday, everyone just pretty much just hangs out, watches sports, or you know, just football. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just chills really. So, what are your thoughts? This is kind of a controversial opinion, but so what are your thoughts on like um, athletes getting paid? Do you have a opinion on that, or or even you know getting a percentage of like if they have you know merch like yeah. specifically for them? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's inter- it's interesting. Uh, I feel like there's like some loopholes to it. Um, but I feel like it's at the same time, like some of the universities that are making so much money off the, like just the athletes and stuff. And I mean, like, yeah, like there's like the full ride scholarships, you got like, the tuition and housing and, and the stipend, so which is really nice and, so, and the food. Um, but like a lot of the coaches, they're getting paid a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the, some of the big universities are bringing so much money, like the players are bringing, some of the star players are bringing so much money. Um, like before, you can you can have any brand deals, any merchandise, any like anything. Uh, if you're, but now it's like your name, image, and likeness really is what it's called. Um, but you can't really get paid like by the university. Um, it's more just off your own brand image, um, or like some sponsorship deals or partnerships. So you're saying those. kind of like, so if MSA was to sell like a shirt or something with your name on it, they get everything. Uh, but they can't. They can't put our names. They can't put your like, name on names it. On their on their shirts. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, if Adidas was like, "Yo, we want to do a brand deal with you," then that's just like the same thing as any other yeah, we like could. influencer type of thing. We just can't use MSU stuff then. Like, if we sell like a jersey or t shirt, have any MSU logo or, or like, name on it. Interesting. Yeah, they can't even use our name really. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. But um, yeah, you can do that. You can so much nice. You can like partnership with like a a restaurant or a fast food something like that or a company. Um, do like a promo- promotion or something like that. So there's much things you can do. Um, it's do, sort you, of, do you have any partnerships right now or anything? Or um, I have. I guess I have one. Like, like Liquid IV. Um, okay, I love Liquid IV. Yeah, me too. I, get, I love. It. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't like the taste at all, but like wow. Yeah, that's no, pretty good stuff. Um, what else I have? Um, I, I'm in this like uh, NIL like like company thing. Like they try to get other like players in the NIL as well. So I'm in that, but uh, nothing like too crazy. Um, like we see some of these like top like football prospects in the country like making like millions and stuff right off it it's uh, a lot of work too though you know yeah. like ah <laughs> yeah I mean it's, I mean we're not like a we're not like a crazy like huge top school um, but yeah I'm trying to get some more things going on uh, I mean just sometimes like sometimes you like the player has to reach out you know to companies I mean it's yeah. still it's, it's still very new a lot of people don't even know about it or businesses don't even know about it um because it just got me like last year, but uh, I think it's I think it's a good start. Um, it sort of made some of the, like the top schools though like more like just pay to win. Because uh, they like I mean uh, Texas A and M had like the top recruiting class for football in the whole country last year, like all the top the highest amount of you know rated recruits, 
and like they they were like they said the average recruits making like eight hundred thousand dollars of nil stuff just that's so nuts because like the boot like yeah there's like boosters and stuff you know and like they have like their companies and some companies or businesses and they can do like an nil deal or partnership with the player for this amount of money for doing this so i mean while they're top recruit like transfer people are transferring out to these top schools um just to try to get you know as much nil money as they can which is like i mean it's smart you know trying to make as much as you can but some like the like the lower level schools or it's like the medium ones they can't like compete as much with the top ones with how much money they can get the players nil so it makes the i guess balance of, t- of talent what does nil stand for name image and likeness okay yeah. okay yeah so you can, you can make money after nate your name itself the, like your image your brand image or just how you know how like you're on social media or something right. like that so right. through ads or deals so that's what it's called nil um i wasn't paying attention 20 yeah. seconds ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> <You> said it <laughs> but yeah, while like the top, you know, people at this level are going up to the highest level they can, like the, you know, the top schools in the country, like Kentucky or like Alabama and stuff like that, that they know they can make more money off deals there. Um, they're making like hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars just off deals. So it makes it sort of hard for like the other schools to compete with those top like ten schools in the country, especially like for football. Football, it's it's even I feel like it's even harder than the basketball, um, just because how much money it goes into college football. So yeah. For sure. Those so mean like the competition, I guess, harder, I guess, for the the not top 15 schools in the country. But I think it's good for the players um, with how much money, like you can see how much money they could they could have been bringing in beforehand. Yeah. Just off these deals, how big of like you know uh, how useful they are to the university, just bringing in money uh, for just for playing. So I think it's a good start. But uh, there's some there's some like I guess loopholes with like the partnerships. You can have like a nil deal for like some top guys for X amount of money, and all you have to do is just release. You know, post them on social media. Yeah. Like, like, oh, that's worth like five hundred thousand dollars. Like, like, or it's actually not really like a partnership. It's more just like do this and they give you the money. Yeah. So there's some like things there that are. That's pretty cool. Honestly. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's sort of like how the NFL and NBA and other pro sports works with brand deals, contracts, yeah. advertisements. Um, yeah. But there's no like contracts for the university to pay players like that. So. Gotcha. Yeah, you do pretty much all on your own. So. Gotcha. So before we get into my last question, I just have two little things left. Mm-hmm. One, is there anything you would have done differently? You know, high school or transfers or any college, your entire experience that we've yeah. talked about today. Like, is there anything you would have done different? Um, I don't know. I really thought about that, I, I guess. Like, I'm not like a big person, like, you know, trying to dwell on the, on the past, I guess, you know? Yeah, I uh, totally am. I'm just Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I just, I think like, about I'm just like, I'm always thinking about, like, why? I don't know. <laughs> like, I think about it, like, you know, uh, why I go here, why I do this. Um, but I like my decision. I made it, like, transferring to Missouri State, especially. Um, I still feel like I would have gone to Hawaii even if I had, you know, other knowledge at the time. Uh, I mean, I was 18. Or I was I was 17 when I committed. Um, my birthday's late for my... So I was 17 my whole entire year of high school. I went there. I thought it was really cool, you know. You know, I was, I was trying to get away from with my hometown right. at the time. Uh, so As went, we all do. Yeah. <laughs> so I went pretty far away, all the way across the ocean. Uh, but yeah, after a while, you know, I sort of sort of missed my family. My first first year, I was pretty fine, really. Because um, I've been in a car my whole life, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But my sophomore year, I realized that I wanted to, like, you know, see my family and stuff more. Uh, especially, like, in those hard times, like, when you might be struggling here in the basketball or don't want to talk to as much you can't even see your family because i was so far away but here now yeah. I, I go home a lot more my parents come to more of the games um it's i'm able to see them more and stuff or my friends too so i like that part of moving here and yeah i don't really think i've changed too many things um 
maybe just uh, had more of a positive outlook, I guess, I guess, especially in basketball and off the court things when I was struggling. Uh, I used to get in my head a lot, like my confidence was really low. When I was a freshman, sophomore, maybe playing basketball because it was a big change from high school to college. And they weren't as easy as things used to be. Um, so maybe just I would have had a better mindset, probably would have helped me playing and outside the court more at the time. Um, right, right now, I'm pretty good at keeping myself like positive or having a higher confidence level or just dealing with situations better. But I guess it was, I, at the time, I, I had no experience with some of those issues I've been going through. But uh, I don't think I'd really change anything. But yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, honestly, that's, yeah. that's good stuff. Um, so my last question before I do my every episode type of thing, mm-hmm. is there any advice or things you would give to encourage someone who maybe they are going through an injury right now? Maybe they just signed to play D1 on a certain team, mm-hmm. you know? Is there anything mental health you know, related that helped you or, you know, anything like that, that you can kind of just encourage someone younger or whatever. Uh, I guess with the injuries, um, yeah, there's gonna be some dark times for sure. Or some like depressing thoughts and stuff like that. But, uh, there's always, I guess there's always like our coach tells us there's always like, so I guess someone else worse out there than you are, you know, you should be grateful for your situation no matter what it is or how things are going, how you're playing, how the game's going for injured. Uh, there's always, you know, someone that wants to be in your position, really. Um, like he tells us, you know, you, you play basketball for, you know, for fun or for, for school or even you're hurt, you know. I mean, there's just someone that wants to be in your position or some, you got to be grateful for what you have, especially anywhere in the comparing yourself to anywhere in the world. I mean, we have it pretty good here in the United States. Yeah. For other places. So having like a broken leg, I guess, isn't the worst thing that could be happening to me at the time, you know. Um, and once I realized that, you know, I sort of a better had more of a positive mindset. Like change the perspective yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's way worse things that could, that could be happening to me right now than just having a broken leg and I'm able to walk um, for three months or six months, that time period. So um, just having that more open-minded outlook on things, especially when you're injured um, and just, you know, just trying to have, stay positive and then um, just not trying to rush back into things, I guess. Um, you don't want to rush back and hurt yourself again or, you know, have too high of expectations coming back soon. But um, yeah, I, I say that for injuries, and then for sports. I mean, honestly, like any level, you know, college sports is really hard to get to. Not just like D one. Like I think it's like three percent, four percent play any college sports out of high school. So all the levels are you know are very similar how much they work, um, practice hours, weights hours. Um, so yeah, almost any of those levels are you know very hard to get to, and all the athletes are really good and stuff like that. But wherever you go, I guess you're like you know it's not gonna be it's gonna be a lot harder than it was in high school. Um, any level, so it's it's really good to you know like just I guess earn respect early in from the older guys and the coaches and then sort of just like I guess fill your role, um, whatever sport you're in, just sort of you know just not trying to you know show off too much or I guess you know you want to you want to be like friendly I guess to the other teammates you don't want to be like oh, this guy's yeah. cocky like you know yeah for like, sure you don't want to come in as a freshman thinking to be like be the top guy because. Um, you hit those first practices or first games and realize you know it's a lot different level, whatever level where you're playing at. So uh, you really got to you know be more I guess open to criticism I guess or support. That's good. Learning things instead of just you know thinking you know the way like you might, everyone everyone in college sports was a top guy or top girl at their school and their high school sport really you know so but it's all the same way in college. So one of the top players, one of the professionals. 
So, you know, you have to change your sort of outlook on, you know, um, I'm, I'm not one of the top dog or top player in my team. Still be, like, humble about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really humbling to go from high school sports to college sports. And you should, like, prepare yourself for that. It's going to be a lot harder, a lot more demanding on your body. And just, you know, like, you know, the first couple freshman practices, like, you're like, wow, like, I'm not as good as I thought I was. Or, you know, this is a lot harder than I thought. But, you know, once you get used to that and once you, you know, learn from the older experienced guys or your coaches, um, it makes things a lot easier. So just... I guess I would say that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so as we're closing, Dawson, fave song, fave quote, and what do you want your legacy to be? Uh, favorite song, I guess, I guess it would be In Paris by Kanye West and Jay-Z. Um, favorite quote, uh, I guess just do it. <laughs> we, okay, we talked about it because Dawson doesn't really – I'm just like the annoying person has like a quote of the week. Like he just not really a quote guy. I mean, yeah, but. I mean, I've heard – thousands of quotes about there's a bunch of basketball ones sports ones yeah you know, movies and stuff i told him to say just do it yeah i don't have any quotes on my phone or i don't have any quotes like yeah on my that's okay anywhere. yeah like and, yeah that like, i live by i don't want to you know, but right so legacy like when when you're gone what do you want people to remember you as or by uh probably by more outside than just basketball or sports uh it would be someone that's known you know by their character or personality or um how they treated others uh rather than just basketball because basketball is part of my life for so long until i'm eventually done playing or done being around it so there's a lot more more to life than just sports um i guess with friendships i want to be known by you know my integrity caring the character my character and my um I guess support for others. So yeah, more, more so that than just like, you know. Oh, he played ba- basketball. Yeah. So I played basketball with him and stuff like that. So yeah, Dawson, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. That's well, fancy. Yeah, I know. I just did that when I get excited. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yep. I really do appreciate it. And if you're in the Springfield area, or if you're not. Come and travel and watch Dawson play at MSU. Uh, And for my listeners, again, we still have podcasts marked on my website. Uh, I also did just put a down payment down on the space for my one-year podcast party. Super excited. Uh, But yeah, fall is here. Weather's getting colder. Keep on doing things that are best for you. And just like Dawson, you know, in his hard times, like, you're going to be okay. Take it out of perspective. And, you know, there's other people going things too. And just really, honestly, just be kind to yourself and be kind to other people. So, okay. Well, love you guys. Bye.